Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Uh, Frank Whaley, over here. And today's October 29th, 2020. This is episode 20. 2020? 2020. That's uh, a bad omen. Is it really? Yeah, 2020. Ugh, got it. I don't need any more bad things happening. I got a, um, a new Facebook group you can join. Okay. I was reading about it, the wives of the deplorables. Jesus. These are people married to Trump supporters? Yes. This woman, her name is Carol Catherine. She didn't know her husband, Tim, supported Donald Trump until the day after Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election. And she called him the next morning crying. And he was like, yeah, of course she lost. She's an awful human being. How could you not know that about your spouse? It was like a light went off for me. And I thought, oh, boy, we're going to have trouble. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you. I agree. How can you not know? I didn't know that he's anti-abortion. I didn't know that he's so emotional what? about immigration. Both of us never really fleshed out those issues. Well, then you, you're married till 11 years. You don't know the man's stand on abortion. Especially if he's super emotional about immigration. I think, he would have made a comment here and there. See, I think this, this is like, a, there's like the, a, a bigger issue at play here. That, and during this whole pandemic where people are stuck at home together, that's why a lot of people are making it, because they're finally getting to know who the hell they married. Like, people get married. What, what, why? I would like to sit down with these two and say, well, what, what, what brought you together in the first place? I would love that. If they wanted to come on this podcast, we could interview them and talk about, are they still married? Yeah. Why don't you reach out to her? Carol Catherine is her name. Maybe I will. I'll reach out to her on Facebook. Or if anybody knows her, where does she live? Um, I'm not sure, but I'd like to sit down and say, you know, what, why, why? But I would like to ask this dude, what, what is it about? Are you still, are you still following Trump? Are you still, are you still one of his followers? Because I don't call them supporters; I call them followers, cult, cult followers. That's how, that's how I see them. Um, anyway, so there's this Facebook page, and it's made up of wives across the United States who are Democrats whose spouses are Republicans, many of them Trump supporters. I, I don't get that at all. I mean, I know people like that, and they're kind of miserable. They've been miserable for four years. So many of them join the group and go, thank God you guys are here, Catherine said. I'm so glad that I found this place where I can be me and I don't feel like I'm crazy. So, so you're so miserable in your, in your home that the only place you don't feel crazy and at home is on a Facebook group with okay, there's two, But there's two things going on. So there's this support group for all these women who are married to Trump supporters and they're liberal women. Mm-hmm. But then there's this, What's her name? Catherine? Karen Catherine? Yeah. And Karen Catherine didn't know her husband was a Trump supporter. I'm guessing that most of those women knew. That well, this woman, this woman, her name is Carol Catherine. Carol and she's, Catherine. And she's known now since the 2016 election where she cried when Trump, when Trump was elected, as so many of us did, myself included. I cried the whole next day. We went out for lunch and had two glasses of wine. And tipped the waitress a lot. Our daughter. I remember. Oh, and, uh, and I'm sure this is a common story. I remember so clearly and vividly, we were, we were here, we had some people over for the election because we were, like everyone else, was convinced that we were going to have the first female president. We were, all, we were all sitting around our home here, ready to celebrate. And then the world came crashing down on us. And at some point, our daughter, our son and daughter went to bed. Our daughter was uh, 12, 13 years old at the time, right? So just about? She was 12. 12. I think they saw the writing on the wall, and our, our daughter 
got into our bed because she was so she was so freaked out. And I went up to check on her, and this is after the you know the results were in after midnight. And she kind of opened her eyes and said, "Did she win?" And I said, "No, did she, um, Trump won." And she just started to cry. She started to cry. It was the saddest moment, and it was so. It was so sad, and her tears were so justified because we've all been through so much. He's just a disgusting person, and it's so disheartening that how many people love this disgusting man. Yes. That's the really upsetting thing. I but, don't care what you think about Hillary Clinton. I don't really give two shits. And guess what, what, and guess what, what I find really upsetting is how many people can see the same bullshit that I see from Donald Trump and think, that's my guy. Um, anyway, back to this uh, deplorable uh, wives of the deplorables. One post on the on the Facebook page reads: "There is a big wall between us, like never before. We've been married forty five years, and I adore him. Except this, this being that he's that he supports an authoritarian Nazi white supremacist bastard. I have GOP friends, and I love them, but it's hard to be married to a man who I thought shared the same values." I'm sorry. You didn't know he didn't share your values. Here's another thing. I am a woman who lives in the suburbs, and I have noticed here that a suburban woman. Most women. I mean, now it's a, it's a lot of it's different because places are closed or not. You know, people aren't going out as much. Some people are, but uh, women tend to hang out just with other women, which we found very strange when we came here. Because when we would go out to dinner, or to bar or something, when we lived in the city, we would go out with other couples, single friends, couples, whatever. Right. But here, it's always just women going out together. That's it. Right. And I remember there was um, a dinner for, it was someone's birthday or something like that. And everybody went, we, we only went for drinks. But then somebody who was there told me that when everybody sat down for dinner, all the men sat on one side of the room and all the women sat on the other side. and. Somebody said when she tried to sit where the men were, she was told to go sit over on the, the side where all the women were sitting. So I think that a lot of these people don't even communicate with their husbands. The other thing is I know a lot of women that shit talk their husbands Ooh. when their husbands are, are not around. Right. Uh-oh. Something's barking going on upstairs. But, they, but they'll tell you like bad stuff about their husbands. Yeah. And then... You don't really know what to say when the husband's around. It's, right. It's kind of uncomfortable, especially if you're not like close friends or you've never even met the husband because he's not allowed to come out to the drinks nights. Another post says, I'm not interested in surviving my marriage. I do not admire sticking it out with a person who is unable to empathize with others. Maybe I am bitter, but missing out on an intimate part of marriage, like deep conversations and unity just sounds hollow to me. I want a partner to march with to resist with, and one who shares my ridiculously idealistic views. Well, so leave the bastard. Leave him. What's she waiting for? Why, why be miserable? Life is too short. Others post articles and talk about how to keep the conversation neutral at home. Quote, this was an agreement we made early on. No Fox News, no MSNBC. Gretchen Weishart told about a half dozen members in a recent Zoom call. I do sneak the New York Times and Wall Street Journal online, I fully admit it. Now, what kind of way is that to live? That's awful. You shouldn't I, live she with somebody. Has to sneak the New York Times? You shouldn't live with somebody that you don't have common. I mean, you're not allowed to read the New York Times? 
I mean, it's crazy. You're, let me tell you something. If your husband doesn't let you read the New York Times because it's too lefty liberal, you're married to a real wanker. Well, I think these people are missing the point of marriage. You want to be married to somebody who you see eye to eye with, somebody who you, who, who you see the world the same, through the same eyeglass with. Eyeglass? Is that the word, Heather? The same lens? Yes, thank you. Eyeglass. Eyeglass is old school for lens. That's how I, we're all... Spectacles, you have the same spectacle prescription lenses. That's right. And, so, and ladies if you don't, of what's this the point? Group, what's the point? Ladies of this group, first of all, I'm surprised it's not like a secret group. This is something public, and they've shared access to their Zoom calls and stuff like that. Do their husbands know they're part of this group? I wonder. I wonder They'd probably I'd be pissed. Because men like that generally don't like women to have differing opinions. I've had that situation before where friends' husbands don't want them hanging out with me because I put ideas in their head about the way they should be treated. I think that women should, but I said this in 2016, as did you, as did most rational folks, anybody, any, I mean, if you're a woman in this country, how can you vote for a man who says things like, I want to send your husbands back to work? And, you know, the, all, all the other things that we full well know by now, what, what he does and what he says and what he thinks about women and the, the women that he's, you know, that he's raped and sexually molested. And how can you marry somebody who is in support of that? I mean, they must have known their husband doesn't, is not like, a, they're, they're not married to a feminist. They're not married to somebody who thinks that they deserve the same rights as they have. So, you know, and these women are complicit in that because they've been going along with it for years. So I'm glad they've woken up. That's what's going on here. These women have woken up and been like, holy shit, they're only now just realizing that they've played a part in all of this misogyny and they want to alleviate the blame from themselves by forming a group like this and saying, can you believe it? He's such a jerk. Meanwhile, you're still married to the guy. You're still supporting him. You're not trying to change his mind. You're sneaking your New York Times. You're complicit. Amen. Can I make a suggestion sure. to you, Heather? You should start a Facebook group. Called what? Wives of the... Fill in the blank. Uh, why... Wives of the what? You're supposed to say sexy man. Oh. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Yesterday, I read a letter from a listener called Laura, who had a date coming up. You remember this, right? She got called Laura. Her, that's her name. Yes. Like people, yeah, they call her that because that's her name. Yes, she has sent a little update. Do you want to hear a letter? Since yesterday, she sent another update? Well, she heard our podcast, and then she sent an update. Because we said we wanted an update. Right. Oh, fine. But, I mean... Has she? Okay, but here's my concern. We don't want to get into back and forth with people. No. Know? This is not... This is not a conversation between us and one person, although we did ask her to send an update, so I'm going to read the update. Okay. Well, just so, just so Laura knows, it's a podcast from Heather and Frank. It's not the Heather, Frank, and Laura podcast. That's correct. All right. I just want to clarify. Go ahead. So she says... Thanks for reading my letter. I honestly didn't think you would read it. It sort of freaked me out a little bit, and I was pretty much up all night. Ooh. 
Plus, someone close to me who I told about the date with this guy is pretty sure that he is a Trumper, although he doesn't know him at all. We live in a very red state, South Carolina. I took your advice and looked him up online, and he has no social media at all. Another weird thing, or maybe not weird, I'm not sure, is he texted me last night to say he was excited about seeing me on Friday, and do I have any allergies? I respond- What? I responded, why? And he said, because I think it'll be fun. And I said, no, why about the allergies? And he said, no reason, LOL. Is this weird? Between the election and this date, I'm kind of freaking out. All right. Well, that's, so, that's so, some, a whole new can of worms. Yeah. Well, so she got she, so she was up all night because we read her, her thing. What did she expect? We, she sent us something. Did she not want us to read it? Well, I can imagine that like when, when you're sending an, e- an email, you're anticipating the person on the other end receiving it, but then reading it out loud and knowing there are other people listening to her email that she's written us also, pe- strangers, people she doesn't know. Right. All so, over the world were re- listening in on that. As I recall, this woman is, is divorced. She's just getting back out of the dating scene. She bumped into somebody who she knows. He's burly. He's burly. And, and they're she going to a classic car show. She doesn't know if she likes burly men. Right. Is that what she said? She's not really her she, type. She, that's not her type. Burly men. Okay, let's break this down. I'm a girly man. He's a burly man. So, first of all, if your friend told you that he's a Trumper, he sounds like he looks like one, but that doesn't mean that he is one. So Does the friend know the man? Said he doesn't, um, he doesn't know him at all. Oh, just based on what? Based on the description. So I'm, I'm going to leave that one open. Um, the fact that he has no social media presence whatsoever, that means he's either very smart or a total creep. Could go either way. It's a toss-up. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't get on board with the social media till the past couple of years. Although, is this man younger than me? Probably. Yeah. But younger my brother people. has no social media presence, and that's a very smart thing. Right. Some people, some people don't do it. Some people don't. I mean, personally, it takes up way too much of my time. And I I wish I wasn't. I wish I had no social media. I I got a lot more done before the the age of social media. I got much more reading and writing done. Your Twitter now has become like uh, a burden on you. Yeah, because I don't want to, because I, I, everything I put out, I I kind of, you know, have a certain standard. So I'm not going to be tweeting every random thought that comes into my mind. Imagine if you did. Anyway, so what about this thing with the allergies? This is either... Read that to me again, because that sounds weird. It says, he he texted me last night to say he was excited about seeing me on Friday, and do I have any allergies? I responded, why? And he said, because I think it will be fun. So that's referring to, he he thought the why was about, um, I'm excited to see you. This guy's got a screw loose. And then she said, no, why about the allergies? And he said, no reason, LOL. So either this guy is really, really funny. I'm not giving him away too much the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you're reading it. You're making this guy out to be. This could be so funny if he was just like this really random, silly guy who was asking her deliberately kind of oddball questions ahead of their date. Yeah, but I mean, maybe he's gonna get get her some some kind of present and, and wants to know if she's allergic to nuts or I don't know. I am. If I'm ever texting someone to go on a, a first date with him, I'm gonna ask them if they have any allergies. I think that's really funny. But what if it means like um, to medicines, medications? What if he's planning to drug her at that show? 
Yeah, I mean, he he he's he's either like I said, he's either a prince or he's a crazy bastard. If you have a photo of him, you could run a reverse image search through Google Photos and see if his face pops up in a mugshot somewhere. I um, I'm I'm interested to hear how this goes. Where does this woman live? South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, They're lucky because they can do things outside. It's going to snow here tomorrow. I was wondering about that. Is she going to a car show? In the, if she lives in the Northeast, it would be snowing and horrible. Um, South Carolina is a very, it's a very red state, so most likely. I mean, if I know this, if, I, this guy's, if I'm thinking about this guy, burly, beard, car show, weird texts out of the blue, I'm thinking he's like a long-haul trucker who loves Trump and make America great again. But that's me. I don't, I'm, I, I don't know. This, what's her name, Linda? Laura. Laura. She sounds like a, you know, like a, you know, a deep, interesting, intelligent person who's had a hard time with relationships. Be careful. Well, okay. Don't get yourself killed. Like, like I said, keep it out in public. And Wait, remember, say that again. Keep your date out in public. Right, you don't want to go keep, into... You said keep it yeah. out in public. Don't whip it. I wasn't saying like whip it out in public. It just sounded weird. You said keep it out in public. Make sure there are other people around and don't let him take you uh, to any weird places where you're totally isolated and if he, secluded. If he hands you like a white handkerchief and says, take a deep sniff of this. Yeah, don't do that. Especially if you're sitting in the, in the trunk of his car. Keep your drink on you at all times so he can't stick anything in it. And he's either like a super... Don't get, in, don't get into the trunk of his car. No. I wouldn't even get into the trunk no, of his car. Never get into the trunk of the car. Oprah like, taught us all that. Yeah, I mean, has anyone ever asked you, would you mind getting just sitting in the trunk for a minute while I shut the... Oh, my God, maybe it? that's what they do at the car show. <gasps> so You he, know, I got you know off the topic, but the, I'm very claustrophobic. And you know how I became claustrophobic? There were three things. Riding around in the trunk of a car? I was filming a television movie back in the 80s with, among others, Peter Coyote, Tess Harper, and Dermot Mulroney. And it was one scene where I had to be thrown by these bullies into the trunk of a car. The movie was set in the 60s. It was an old car. And I didn't, now I would say, ah, you need a stuntman to do that. I'm not getting in the trunk of a car. You're not going to shut the hood and drive off. But the scene was, they throw me in the trunk of the car, and then the car drives off and out of the shot. Well, guess what? Got stuck. They threw me in the trunk. Slam the hood, and guess guess where the keys were? Where? Inside the trunk with me. Oh, no. The keys to the trunk. The key oh, to the trunk was God. inside the, car, the trunk with me. How did they get you out? The guy who owned the car, like, put the key, for some reason, put the key in the trunk. But how did they get you out, and how long were you in there? I was in there for a long time, and it was in Georgia, and it was in the summer. It was hot. I was freaking out. I was never claustrophobic before that. But I got, I got claustrophobic real quick. They had to cut the back seat of the car out. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like an old, old 60s um, Plymouth. And they had to cut the back seat out with a saw to get me out of there. Ugh. Yeah. So don't get anyway, into the trunk. Yeah, don't get into a trunk. And, you know, it's only one date. If you're having a miserable time, start coughing. Say, I think I've got a fever. And then you get to go home and never see him again because you're quarantined. And that'll be 14 days. And in that time, you can... Find a new place to live and a whole new life and probably a new name. Or do what I've done uh, back in the old days on many dates when we're going well. Just say, I, I, I'll be right back. Just going to go to the restroom. And then... Hasta la vista. Beeline out the door to freedom. 
get to the payphone, call your boys and say, that date didn't work out. Let's go and bowl a few frames. Oh, my God, that's mean. Is it? Yes. Well, I never did that. 